Okay, good morning everyone. Rukham Abam, Shalom Aleichem. I did not have any plans on doing this because uh, we're already just trying to get out a lot of different things. But somehow it developed to uh, write down short original thoughts on the parsha. Um, most of them are not uh, brought in the other svarim. Um, but it's not brought anywhere in this in this fashion, and most of them are original that I didn't say before. Um, these are original thoughts on the parsha. If you want to get these uh, sheets, you could go to um, you could sign up for our emails. Go to our, the site rabbidg.com. You could sign up for the emails, so it's coming. Will come to your inbox on Friday. So, so we we did it last week, did it this week, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu should give siyata shmaya that uh, for good ideas. Let's begin with this. This is a, a bit, this first piece is an essay that we did say in the past, but here we have it very bekitzer. At the end of Bereshis, God says, "Emcha es ha'adam ashabarasi." I will wipe out man that I created. So, if you look in the Balaturim parshas Bishalach, the Balaturim says the word "emcha" appears twice. Emcha es zecher amalek and emcha es ha'adam. So we see there's a connection between destroying Amalek and the destruction of Dar HaMabal. Now we know we find another remez to Amalek in the Dar HaMabal. The Imre Yemes says that the words Amalek. So what would the connection be between Amalek and the Dar HaMabal? So um, we want to explain based on the words of the Zohar that the reason Noach did not pray that the Dar will be saved is because they were rooted in those about who it says, Timcha Zechar Amalek. So from here we see the Dar the Shorsh of their Neshama was an Amalek. And therefore we could add that both by Amalek and by the Dar we have the expression, we have by the Dar Ki Nichamti Ki Asisem, and we have by Amalek, where when Shaul did not destroy Amalek, Nichamti ki himlachti Next. Um, this also is an idea that we had an essay on, but here it is very bekitzer. Um, Rashi's bothered by Akasha. Why was the Teva of Noyach have tar on the inside and the outside, and the Teva of Moshe was only on the outside? What? What, all boxes have to be the same? All of a sudden Rashi became a shipper and he wants to know, why is this envelope, why is the envelope 9 by 11, there's another envelope that's 7 by 5. I mean, what, Rashi is going into the post office, he want, every envelope has to be the same? I mean, <laughs> this t- this box has Nayach and 50 million animals, the other one has a little kid. I mean, what's Rashi even bothered by? Why compare the two? Every box in the Torah has to be the same. So we wanted to answer based on what the Chida brings from the Nachal Kidumim in the name of the Rizal, that Noyach was Nisgalgel twice. That's Bidoy Roisav. Once he was the Isht Sadik, Yosef. And the second time, Moshe Rabbeinu, he was Tamim. Accordingly, it comes out nice. The Gemara in Chulun says, Moshe Minatarminayim. It says, Bishagam hu basar. Bishagam is Gematria Moshe. And Moshe also lived 120 years. What's Moshe Rabbeinu doing in, in Noyach? 
Oh, where's the Remez Tamoisha Bishagam? What do you mean, Remez Tamoisha? It says Moshe's name like 600 times in the Torah. So the answer is, no, we need a Remez Tamoisha because Noyach was Nisgalgel and Moshe. In fact, that Rizal says that Noyach was not Mispalel, and therefore the Mabel is called Main Noyach. Moshe was Mispalel, and he was Mahapichit to Mechini No. Main Noyach became Mechini No. When Noyach said Mechini No, he was rectifying the Main Noyach. And by the way, and look at the Hashgacha, that Moshe, who's Mesake Noyach, he was Nitzel al Yedei the Teva. So therefore Rashi has a Kasha. If the Tikkun was Nitzel through a Teva also, then why do we have differences in the Teva? So it's not just Rashi has a question, you know, all boxes have to be the same. Okay. The rest of this, you never heard before. Number three. It was very interesting to me that not only was the Mabul 40 days, but at the end of the Mabul, it says there's another 40-day period. That 40 days from when the the Teva landed until... Noach sent out the bird, it says at the end of 40 days. So there are 40 days where the water was uh, very powerful. It says, And then at the end it says, So maybe the answer, the, the explanation is, is simple. Rashi says, why 40 days? It's Keneged, the creation of embryos that bothered God to create them and they were mamzerim. So in other words, God destroyed mankind for 40 days. Keneged, we know it takes 40 days for the Vlad to be formed. These Vladois, these human beings bothered God to create him. So God had to undo that. He had to undo creation. So that's the first 40 day period. But we could say the second 40 day period is now we need another 40-day period, so to speak, to take it the other way, to to recreate the world. So the first 40 days was to wipe things out. The second 40 days was to litzar mechadash. Okay. Here's another interesting idea. In Musaf for Rosh Hashanah we say, V'gam es noyach bi'ahava zacharta. And also, Noyach, you remembered in love. Why did God love Noyach? It says God loved Noyach. What did he do that God loved him? We find the Noyach Matzachem Hashem. Lama Noyach Matzachem. Why did Noyach find favor? So on Monday we said over from the Sefer Charedim that if a person wants to find favor in the eyes of God, they should avoid getting angry. Because it says Noyach found favor and it doesn't say why. The answer is that his name is the is the explanation. He was Noyach Bediburoi Bimaasov Vihiluchai in his speech, in his actions, in his going. Like you find in the Medrash. And look at the Sefer Atar Lamelech who explains that you know why God loved Noyach? Because we find him Sachim. There are three people that Hashem loves. Someone who doesn't get angry. 
So the same way he was Matzachin because he didn't get angry, God loved him because he didn't get angry. Now why didn't Noach get angry? Because Noach was a Tamim. Rashi Navoy says he was humble. And we know humility is the source of all, of being, of tolerance. So we could say that's why he found favor in the eyes of Hashem. Cause Anavim Yitain Chaim. So we want to say like this. It comes up very nice. Why Noach was found guilty that he planted a vineyard and he became drunk. Because the only reason he was Zoycha that Hashem loved him is because he was one of the three people that Hashem loves because he didn't get angry. But the other people that God loves is someone who doesn't get drunk. So you can't get gain the love of Hashem by not getting angry if he's going to violate the other way that the Gemara Mpsachim says that Hashem loves those who are not Mishtaker. Okay. Watch this. In Sefer Malachim, Parak Aleph, Pasuk Yudzayin, Pasuk Perak Yudzayin, Pasuk Dalet, it says Hashem commanded Eliyahu to drink from the Nachal. And what about eating? Uh, I already commanded the ravens to sustain you. Tzivisi. Lashon Avar. That implies God already um, commanded the ravens. Why? But the truth is, uh, in other words, where do we find that God already commanded these ravens? But the truth is, when Noyach sent out the raven, it didn't want to come back. Um, it went, it didn't want to go out. Rashi says, because the ravens were already designated for another shlichos in the times of Eliyahu. By the way, it's interesting, Ravavadi Yosef, today's his yard site, we'll say over from him, Ravavadi Yosef says, it says, the ravens when Yatsav Shev, Ad Yevoishes, Yevoishes could be unscrambled to write Tishbi. They were waiting until Eliyahu. They didn't want to go because they, they had a, a shlichus to do in, in the times of Eliyahu. So you could ask, why did God have to command the ravens so much in advance? Why couldn't he ca- command them? Bishas Maisa. Eliyahu needs a drink. Go bring some water to Eliyahu. The answer is this is the way heaven operates. Because Eina Kadosh Baruch Hu Make Es Yisrael Ella Imboire Rafua Techila. Unless he creates the Rafua first, that's the Gemara Megillah. Uh, I have to write that, um, I have to write where it is. Okay? So that's why, that's the manner with which Hashem operates. He always creates the Rafua first. Okay? Fasten your seatbelts. You ready for this? This is really interesting. Perak tes pasik tezayin. Seimin hateva. Go out of the ark. Ata veishtecha uvanecha uneshevanecha itach. So Rashi says, go out of the teva, you and your wife. Ata veishtecha ish veishtoi kan hitter lohem tashmashamit. Oh, you and your wife. Now it became permitted to have marital relations. Really? Two psukim later it says, Vayetse noyach ubanov, veishtai uneshebanov. That implies there was still usher. I was always bothered by this question. Here, 
Rashi makes a big deal. You and your wife, your sons and their wives, husband and wife together, mutter. So how does Noach go out? So in the Sefer Agra, the Kala, he, I found, he asked this question. He says, Noach went out, Baderach Moser, Anoshim Levad, Venoshim Levad. I want to say a different answer. Earlier on, Perak Vav, Pasuk it says, Go to the Teva, you, your sons, your wife, your son's wife. Rashi says, Men alone, women separate. Mikan Shana a few psukim later, Rashi says again, Lefi shenesu b'tashem shamita, when Noach went in, and then Rashi adds, why? So first of all, why does Rashi have to say it again at the time they went in? And why is Rashi adding a new reason? Rashi adding a reason. He didn't say a reason the first time. So you know, ask these questions, the Taz. The Taz also points out that the first time it says, go into the Teva, you and your sons and your wife and your wi- your son's wives. First it says coming into the Teva and then separation. And in the end it says, he came into the Teva, excuse me, and Noyach came, him and his sons, into the Teva, which implies he first separated and then he went into the Teva. Says the Taz, the answer is, the command was only after they got into the Teva. Then they should separate. However, Noyach was Machmer. Noyach was Machmer to be Mafrish from his wife already before they got into the Teva. Why? Rashi has to now say a new reason. God only told him when he gets into the Teva. But Noyach separated before. So Rashi's bothered. Why? The answer is because the world is Bitsar. So therefore, even before he got into the Teva, he had a separate rate because the world is, is already Bitsar. So you could say it's the same thing when he came out. He was Moisif Midilei. Why? Because Lamaisa, the world's destroyed, and the world is Tzubrachen. So even though he was given a heter, Noyach on his own, he was still Noyeg, Lechumra, the same way he was Machmir, more than what God told him on the way in. Why? Rashi says, because he had a Chumrah of the world is Batsar, he was Machmir on the way out. But you could say even more simply, I need to put a period here instead of a comma, but okay. Question. Adma Rishon was given a bracha pruravu. Why was Noyach given another bracha pruravu? So Rashi says he was afraid to have relations until God promised he wouldn't destroy the world again. That's why uh, the, the Gorari even says because there was an Isser of Tasha Shamita, God had to give God, God had to give him the mitzvah again a pruravu. The bottom line is, it's another approach would be the reason why Noach was still machmir was not it was not a religious reason. It was practically he was afraid to engage because he he, he said, Rebbeinu until you could guarantee me you're not going to do this again, what's the point? Okay, let me just here's an idea. 
It's based on something Rebavadi Yosef said, but I tweaked it a little. I think I think we could be kind of Pashinoi. You ready? This is beautiful. This is Matanam and Hashemayim. What are we doing right now? We're learning. How are we learning? I'm sitting in my comfort of my home in Cedarhurst. You're sitting in uh, Muncie. You're sitting in Kugarn Hills. You're sitting in Holliswood, Jamaica States. Um, where else are you? Mr. Goodnick, where do you live? You don't have to say publicly, you know. I don't, don't want to get... Lakewood! Aha! Uh-huh. I'm headed there soon, right after the share. My sister's making bar mitzvah. Lakewood. So how are we learning? How are we learning? Ah, oh, technology! Really? Who made technology? It's a, it's a Yiddish Shazach technology. It's Jewish? Is it, is it kosher? Is it treif? I mean, some people say, you know, you can't use technology. But throughout history, the reality is that whenever there are inventions, the Jewish people are always the first to use them. You know, the printing press was used primarily by Jews at first. In fact, some say the first printing press, the the... The fonts were made with Hebrew lettering. That's how they made the printing press. Now, yes, we all know the dangers of technology. And we have to make safeguards. And that's critical because it's quite dangerous, especially the technology we have today. But the Rebbe Hashem is saying like this. I'm giving beauty to Yafes. I'm giving them science, technology, modern invention. But you need to use it It needs to reside. It needs to be channeled so that it enhances the base HaMedrash. We need to take advantage of all science. Now I'll tell you, I got the, the idea. Rabbi Vadya Yosef said it a little differently. I like I like this way of saying it. The way he said it was, you ask a Rav Shaila, Rabbi, am I allowed to have an online business on Shabbos? Vos is online? Maze? Online? I, I don't, I can't answer. Am I allowed to open my fridge on Shabbos? How does it work? The Poisek, the Tamachacham, needs to learn the various technology and science in order to know how to paskin Allah Lamaisa. So Ravavadya interprets Yafes. God gives beauty to Yafes, but we need to understand it to be able to paskin Ba'ahalashem. But I think uh, the way we're reading it, it's also a very beautiful interpretation. Yafes, God gave great beauty to Yafes. But we need to use it just like we use the printing press to be able to print the Talmud and all the Svarim. Ah, so also we can add one point. I forgot this point. It could be this is Mida Kenegad Mida. Because when Shem and Cham saw their father, Shame took the initiative 
I'm sorry, when Shem and Yefes saw their father, Shem took the initiative and Yefes assisted him. So Mida Kinegin Mida, God says, the main zechus of Torah I give to Klal Yisrael. But the assist on proliferating it and spreading it and making it available as a helper that I give to Yefes. So it's Mida Kinegin Mida. Shem did the mitzvah, Yefes assisted. So now God says, Shame will learn Torah, Shame will be connected to me, and Yefes gets the assist. Okay, one more. Even though I, I was so happy with this idea, I made a separate clip out of it yesterday, but I want to I share with you in case you didn't hear it. I think this is a gift from Shemayim. Oh, and I, and I have an added idea uh, that I had this morning. It says, Haran died. Apnei terach Why? Terach came home one day and he sees all his idols are broken. He says, Yingala Avram, what happened to the idols? So Avram said, um, Sorry dad, I broke it. So what did Terach do? He went to Nimrod and he tattled on Avram. I have one simple question for you. What was Ter- what did Terach think would happen to Avraham? That here he's bringing him to the great dictator Nimrod, and Nimrod's going to go, Avraham, please don't do that again. That's not nice. Terach knew Nimrod's going to kill his son. No, I mean you got to think that. And yet Terach had such dedication to his idols, he was willing to be Moiser Avraham, and not only that. Haran ended up dying because of that. Because when Avram was saved, Haran said, I'm on Avram's side, and they threw Haran in, and he, and he burned. Is it possible, can we say, that this set up the need for Avram ultimately to do the, the mitzvah of the Akedah? Because no matter how great Avram becomes and how connected he, he comes to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, They'll be always looming over his head. Well, Avram, we know you're great, but are you as devoted to God as your father, Terach? Terach was willing to sacrifice his children for his idol. Are you willing to do that for God? So the story of Terach set up Avraham for the Akedah. Let's add one point. When Avraham was about to be thrown in the Akedah, he probably thought his life was over. That's the end of it. But the truth is that Avraham didn't even begin yet. And the greatest thing that Avraham ever did was the test of the Akedah, from which he, he performed such a great action that it saved and continues to save Klaviso for all generations. So the moment that Avraham thought would be the end of his life really set the stage for him to have the opportunity to do the Akedah from which he brings merit to the Jewish people forever and ever. So the darkest moment in Avraham's life really brought him to the greatest zechus and the brightest moment in the history of the Jewish people. And that's the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu operates. That what we think is a, a difficulty, the Rebbe Shem uses as a, a way to propel us to uh, greater heights. Kerabisai. Um, you could check during the week. I have one more. It will be added uh, during the week. Uh, if you want to get this, uh, it's on the email. And I uh, wish you all a wonderful Shabbos. Brachalat
Call Tub. Come on, Rebby. Muscle. I have a, I have a thought for you, Rebby. Sure. 